This is Small Business as Usual, a program about the art of operating small enterprises and the issues faced by the owners. It's a presentation of the Community Economic Development Fund in Meriden, Connecticut. I'm Frederick Welk, a business advisor for CEDF clients. The Community Economic Development Fund is a nonprofit lender providing financing to qualified small businesses in Connecticut that can't obtain traditional bank financing. More about CEDF at the end of the program. This episode is about mental discipline. America's armed forces are a great metaphor for so many admirable characteristics needed in civilian life, too. Much of what separates success from mediocrity in small business comes down to mental discipline. Experts say this characteristic is made up of three elements, awareness of the value of time and how you use it productively, then there's mindful decision-making about what to do with your time, and finally action, whether that means implementing, following through, or completing your objectives. It all sounds so easy when you read about it in a book, but quite a bit harder to live it. So I went looking among my clients for an expert in mental discipline and motivation. Ray Boyd of the training floor, Stanford, Connecticut. Been in business uh, nine years, almost 10. And I run a physical fitness facility, sort of a boutique studio that specializes in strength and motivation. I've got nothing but the utmost respect for the military services. I've never served, but again, I respect them. And I know for a fact from talking with people and doing research from the military, it's it's a lot of discipline. And I, I admire that. You know, a lot of the things that I do, a lot of people say I could be in the military. Yeah, I, I kind of taper my a lot of my activities with a military sense in the form of that discipline. In my business, a lot of it is getting people to believe in themselves, having them exercise healthier uh, habits, you know, bringing them to the discovery that a lot of what they do starts within the mind and then translates to the body. I'm usually up by 4.15. I usually, it's hard for me to keep my eyes open past 9.30. It seems to work for me throughout the years. I've developed more discipline with myself, more rest and, and better eating, which like I said, I'm a tool of motivation, so I have to be 100% for my clients, and usually a lot of times they feed off my energy. You know, when I first started training, I was by the book, I was through the science, um, and what I discovered was people don't always operate textbook fashion. And what was more instrumental in my success was getting people to believe, and that came through a lot of hard work and a lot of persistence, and I've come up with a theory that works. I asked Ray about the outside influences he had that helped him develop his knowledge of motivation and discipline, and I wanted to know how clients reacted when they realized that they had signed up for much more than exercise lessons. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm always a student of the game. Um, I I follow some of the greatest motivators in fitness. kind of helps, inspires me, because it's a lot of stuff that I bring back to my clients. It's, It's proven work. So, um, yeah, I received a lot of help, a lot of influence. But most of the times when people sign up for a trainer, they're thinking fitness. But when they really indulge themselves into the healthier life, they, they find out that it's a journey. And motivation 
and discipline and all the mental aspects are the first thing that falls into place. So yeah, all the time, my clients, they'll contact me for personal training, but when they become my clients, they realize that it's a journey physically and mentally, and a lot of times the mental aspect comes first. Every client is different, and that's the unique thing about what I do, and that's one of the things that I love about my profession is that, you know, although every client may have the same goal, no one client is quite the same. And usually what happens is, usually start with boundaries. You, you sign up to work out with me at 12 o'clock on Monday and Wednesday, that's going to become a staple in your life and I'm gonna hold you to it. I picture myself just as important as that doctor's appointment that you tried to get into and that you have three months from now and you know you can't miss it because if you do, there'll be another three months. Why wouldn't your own physical fitness and your investment in yourself be not as important as that doctor's visit? So a lot of what we do at my facility is it is an important meeting with yourself that cannot be broken. And that's where the mental aspect comes into. If we can instill, like, you know, as sure as you wake up in the morning and brush your teeth every day, every Tuesday, every Thursday at 12 o'clock, you know to program yourself to get to the gym and work with your trainer. I wondered if Ray had seen spillover from the discipline his fitness program instills in the businesses of some of his clients, or even his own, and I asked him if he relied on goals to make things happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and I wish I could just say it was a one-way street. It's actually a two-way street. A lot of my clients are business owners, bankers. You know, I help them install the mental discipline that it takes to, to get up every morning, exercise and tackle the world and feel fresh and be attentive and be responsible and be on time for deadlines and meetings and basically bring their A-game. And a lot of that comes through the personal training and the mental discipline that they develop working one-on-one with me. I wish I could, I could tell you I had a perfect blueprint when I started out. A lot of it was trial and error. But one thing that's always stuck with me is just being consistent. I preach it to my clients every day. If you do something enough times, eventually you'll become good at it. I'm good at motivating people, and I also apply it to my business. I just stay consistent. I try to stay hungry. I try to stay knowledgeable, and I try to keep the energy going for them and myself. I always try to visualize myself as well as my clients. Where do you want to find yourself three, four months from now? First, we try to define the goal. Once we define the goal, then we start talking about the tactics on what it's going to take to get there. So a lot of what we do here in the gym spills over to how you run your regular life. No different than trying to get that promotion. No different than trying to create more family time. No different than trying to be more active with your kids. It all starts out with a plan and how are we going to carry that plan out. You might think it's a lot easier to lecture others than it is to follow through on the lessons yourself. So I asked Ray what special techniques he employed to address his own situation. <laughs> it's just a matter of actually doing it. <laughs> and it sounds like you're alluding to my book that I need to put out. But I mean, I have, for myself, I do a lot of meditation. I have a checklist that I go through every day before I get to work. And it seems to work for me, even though I have a checklist, but if I can get myself at least 80% through, that's 
to me, I've, I've won that day. And that, I've been doing that for the last five years since I've been in business. You know, I have to make time for my clients, I have to make time for myself, and I have to make time to work on my business. And in order for me, and I know in order for me to be successful, to get to that next level, very important in my daily operation and my monthly goals and my yearly goals. Business projects, you know, I try to take on about three major projects a year with the business. And, you know, it can become time consuming as a business owner, as an operator. I'm wearing many hats and I'm developing a system. I try to take everything one day at a time. But it's it's very important to manage that time and, and be disciplined to stick with it. It's one thing to write those goals down. It's one thing to section everything off. But what's more important is, are you carrying it out? One of my favorite quotes is, everything starts with a plan. So for me, I'm always developing a plan, always reinforcing a plan, always setting goals for my clients as well as myself and holding people accountable. The best advice I've read for using discipline to reach goals involves understanding your weaknesses, having a clear plan to reach your goals, and removing the distractions in your way, and then learning how to deal with emotional discomfort by visualizing the reward that's waiting for you in the long run. But some people still have trouble getting off the starting block while others don't finish what they've begun. I wondered what Ray's view of these problems were and where he saw mental toughness fitting in. I believe it's, it's follow-through and completion. I mean, if you asked everybody where they wanted to be or what they wanted to do, they could give you a list. But if you asked them how they're going to do it and when they're going to start it, it's always a different story. You know, it, it requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of work on both ends. You know, at first, when I started working with clients, I would get myself more involved with the process than than they would. And what I mean by that is, they have to want it as bad as you do to make it work. If I want you to lose weight, if I want you to have more energy, if I you know, want you to work with your kids and be able to do things that you weren't able to do before, it doesn't just start with me. It has to start with you. So that's been important. You know, my checklist is, is really important. And, and I don't just take that checklist and, you know, chuck it in the ground. A lot of times... I'll go back and I'll look at my checklist from two weeks ago to see if I did complete that task. And it helps me stay on the right path. As business owners, you know, we don't always feel that we did enough or we don't always feel that we're getting somewhere in the business. I can speak for myself. There's been days where I felt good about what I was doing and there's days that I felt like I wasn't getting through or I wasn't as successful as I was. And I know if I wasn't mentally tough, if I wasn't mentally prepared, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have this business for nine years. I've, I've been an athlete all my life and I attribute a lot of my mental toughness and my physical toughness to being a high school basketball player, being a college basketball player, being a coach. It was just a form of discipline that transformed me mentally and physically. I've always been in the gym, I've always been active. It's always been a very important part of my life. So being a disciplined person is second nature for me because I've always been involved in sports, I've always been a competitor. And as a business owner, I, I think it's one of my strengths. In, in sports, it's all about winning and losing. I can, I can go back to my college years where 
The first two seasons were, were awful, and we were losing. And we got a better team, we got a better coach, and we started winning. But in that process, we lost a lot of players because people gave up. You know, they transferred out, or they just became students and not student athletes. But that required a lot of mental toughness to stay on a team that was losing, knowing that you could go somewhere else and be more successful. And I'm glad I stayed because it was a life learning lesson that carried with me every day. You know, I've got good months and I've got months that aren't so good. But the mental toughness, I've been through bad situations in my life in sports and I've always been tough. So I just apply that to my business every day. For me, the biggest component to my business is I want to be able to look back every year and see growth. And I think that a lot of business owners feel the same way. You know, where the discipline comes in is, is just being patient and planning your work and working your plan. And sometimes the success is not as fast as you want. And mentally, it can be defeating, but that's where the mental toughness comes in. So, you know, it's you develop that mental toughness so you can go on and you can be more successful because everything's not gonna happen overnight. My advice is try to exercise as much discipline as you can. When you are a business owner, you are your own boss. There's not a lot of positions where you have to be here, you have to do there. You just have to be mental enough to do it. You have to be stable. No one tells me to get up at four in the morning. I have to make that decision. So as a business owner, you, would, you should install the mental toughness into yourself because if you want to be successful and you want your business to last, it's going to come from your mental toughness. If it's not there now, it's going to come out later. So I would be disciplined. I would write down goals and I would try to stick to my goals and be consistent. Many thanks to Ray Boyd for explaining how he uses mental discipline to achieve results at the training floor. Ray and his staff of personal trainers and instructors offer a full range of fitness classes like kettlebell, TRX, and not surprisingly, boot camp. There are great videos on their website too. It'll show you all about it, thetrainingfloor.org. Thanks also to zapsplat.com for our royalty-free sound effects and pure grease for music. And also thank you to militaryrecordings.com for permission to use their track of the U.S. Army Airborne's running cadence. Our theme is by Orchestral Movement of 1932. Small Business as Usual is presented by the Community Economic Development Fund, a nonprofit organization which provides enterprises in Connecticut with term loans, lines of credit, and commercial mortgages when they can't get traditional bank financing. For the fifth year in a row, we're Connecticut's top SBA microlender. We make business term loans at very nominal interest rates as small as a few thousand dollars and larger business loans too from a pool of loan capital provided by many of the state's leading banks. There are geographic and or income qualification requirements for the borrowers. You can find out more about all of this at CEDF.com. And this episode of Small Business as Usual is available there. It's number 17-4. Okay, Ray, is it really necessary to get up at four in the morning? Absolutely, absolutely.